The following podcast may contain themes and references not suitable for young people and may also contain themes and references that might be offensive to some listeners. Be advised that no ill will has been intended in recording this episode and it has been done so purely for entertainment purposes. If you have any concerns or complaints about what is discussed in the following episode, please contact us. Listener discretion is advised. It's time to rock up, put on the sequence and say guten tag from Lisbon. We bring you Australia's only Eurovision podcast, Eurovision. Direct from the Eurovision capital of Australia, Hobart. Now, here's your host, Ben Navratova. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Eurovision, a podcast about Eurovision. This is usually the title. Uh, for our once a year look at Eurovision funny that uh, we are in Portugal in 2018 and it's really the most exciting time of the year for anybody who likes to live life because we get to hear 43 songs from 43 countries 42 of them are in Europe one of them wants to be but it's not really but we'll get to that again and I don't know about you guys on this episode and who are listening but I'm excited because it's Eurovision time. My name is Ben. Bring it on. And joining us as they do every single year, all the way from the grand European style city of Emu Plains, it is Mr. Jared Lubick. Jared, welcome back to Eurovision. It is great to be back. I am so pumped. I feel like Eurovision, like it comes around so quickly, but I feel like this year it has taken longer than usual to come back around. So I am so ready to get into this Eurovision week coming up. Oh, it's so, so exciting. And joining us all the way from the grand old city of Melbourne, it's uh, the one, the only time we ever really get to speak to him all year because he doesn't really talk to us any other times. He's a busy boy, Alex Morella. Alex, welcome back to Eurovision. (laughs) Thank you, Ben. Apologies, yes. I'm lucky I'm at home and I'm lucky I remembered Eurovision was on this year. (laughs) Yes, yes, it is, everybody. If you're listening to this, that's generally uh, what we're here to talk about. But 43 different songs, as we said, to go through them. We've got two semifinals and a final to go through. We're not going to play them all for you again like we usually do. We're just going to go through each of them, give our take and uh, give our predictions of whether or not we think they're going to make the final or not. Um, Last year, I think we did pretty well. From memory, we uh, got most of them right. I think there's only a couple ones there that we didn't. Um, And I think from memory, um, at least two of us predicted the winner last year, of course. And the reason why we are here is uh, Portugal's winning song last year, the very first time they ever won Eurovision. And uh, here we are in the beautiful city of Lisbon. Um, Any memorable uh, moments that we want to quickly go over from last year's Eurovision? The bum flash, the Aussie guy up on stage, that was pretty memorable. He wasn't really Australian. But um, are we all still satisfied that we're in Portugal after last year's song? Jared, uh, have you listened to the song much? I can't even remember the name of it. That's how memorable it was to me. I mean, it was a memorable song, but... uh, yeah. Yeah, I haven't listened to it since, um, but I am interested to hear it again, obviously, whenever they perform it throughout kind of the three shows. Uh, and it is always interesting to see how you do have the flow on effect from the winner last year with people kind of trying to copy the same style and that um, 
kind of the ballad has made a comeback and the slower songs are out there in force which um is actually a bit of a shame but um yeah i'm happy i was content with the winner i think it was nice to have something different and i'm all for kind of first time countries winning it salvador subrail that's the name of the song amar pelos doa or doya whatever you want to say uh alex have you had that on repeat on your ipod in the last 12 months at all well, given I didn't love it a lot 12 months ago, it was kind of hard to get back to it. But I did listen to it this morning and I actually kind of liked it a little bit more than I did this time last year. So I was happy about that. And yes, mainly, as I said, so Jared said, so we can have a look at what the difference is this year in them and uh, how it changes. But last year was so unique. I don't think we're going to see anything like that a lot of the, for a while. Well, maybe we will, though, because it's some standout songs this year one in particular which i can't wait to get to i'll say on my sort of playlist that i have uh, one song that not has not left my playlist and i'm not even joking about this since last year's eurovision is the italy the gorilla song occident occidentalis karma um i still love that song so (laughs) i'm just saying again hashtag the gorilla was robbed um and also so was moldova with hey mama but we won't get into that again um but this year we're going to start off with semi-final one why not because that's generally where we begin and we do believe that again it's uh i think wednesday uh evening slash morning or thursday morning for us i believe and then friday slash night night morning am i getting them around the right way jared you're the expert here or am i getting them around the wrong way uh, I think it's Wednesday morning for us, so Tuesday oh, right. night for Europe, and then and then Friday morning for us. So okay, there's so like a day break in between. There you go. Okay, that um, we I think uh, as we kind of discuss a little bit off air, if um, anybody doesn't want to put up with Joel Creasy or whatever the hell the guy's name is, you can watch it on YouTube live um, and just kind of get the standard feed. Um, and a big shout out to Joel. We know he's blocked us on Twitter last year, and he did actually put a comment on our uh, Facebook page this year. So, um, Joel, we still hate you. So I, I'm really glad that you're, um, you know, back again. Not really. Uh, Miff, I have nothing bad to say against Miff. Miff's just there. Uh, have we got our judges yet? There's a question for, um, I think we did during the week, didn't we? Um, do, do we know about this? I know that um, Lili Chin's not our spokesperson this year. That's sad. But, uh, Jared, are you aware of our judges? Alex, are you aware of our judges? I'm not, uh, but I feel like that's Jared's area. <laughs> yeah, I feel like Richard Wilkinson is back, which I'm not oh. happy with given his um, placing of Golden Boy last. So um, <laughs> we'll see where he places Israel this year. Does he have a little bit of bias? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe he's maybe he's more Team Palestine, perhaps. I'm not too sure. But um, Ricardo Goncalves is our uh, spokesperson this year. Uh, the esteemed Ricardo. I mean, we all love him, don't we? He's Portuguese-Australian. Uh, so maybe that's why they've chosen him. But poor old Lily Chin, I don't know where she where she's gone to. She's missed out on a gold Logie non this year, and uh, now she's uh, ultimately not going to be doing that. So poor Lily. Um, and I don't know. We'll, maybe we'll find out if the judges are there. Jared or Alex, you can do some research. I just them. found them. You yeah. just found them. Who 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 have we got? Yeah, so, so Richard Wilkins is the chairperson. Okay. Uh we've got Double J host Zan Rowe. Of course. Yep. Uh, comedian and musician Jordan Raskopoulos. Yes. We have hip hop artist El Fresh the Lion. Oh yes, He's just I was just listening to him earlier today. Funnily enough, and music executive Millie Millgate. Okay, seriously, I'm not even joking. I think any one of us can get this gig next year because, like, seriously, yeah. like they've just plucked these people from nowhere. Uh, what's the hip hop guy called? El Fresh the Lion. El Fresh the Lion. I don't know who that is. <laughs> is that even a thing? Like. <laughs> 
<laughs> can we send him to Eurovision? Can we? Like, can we, can we like, put on a, a crowdfunding page to put El Fresh the Lion or whatever his name is next year to represent us? I mean, can't do any worse than Isaiah last year, and somehow we got, what, 10th last year. So, um, wow. Go, you good thing. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know what to say to that. Um Anyway, let's let's get into this year and hope um, L Fresh the Lion. Uh, if you're listening, send us a message. We'll get you on the show. I'm sure you don't really get that many interview requests. Um, all right, semi-final one. Shall we start off with Azerbaijan? Everybody's favourite country that they forget is in Europe. Uh, the song is called "X My Heart." It's by uh, an artist called Azel. And uh, this song is in English. I can tell you that uh, we'll also go through the odds, as we always do. Uh, I'm using the odds this year off EurovisionWorld.com, which have kind of uh, got a whole bunch of odds from different websites and put them all in order as to where they uh, sit. Maybe I'll go to the odds after. But um, let's start off with Alex. I don't know how you've uh, written down notes for this. Again, we're not playing the songs this year, so we kind of have to go purely on our word. We thoroughly recommend people head to YouTube and listen to these songs or buy the CD. It's a great CD to buy. Uh, what's your take on Azerbaijan, Alex? Um. I didn't mind this X my heart, cross my heart, whatever they want to call it. Um, Cause she says cross my heart and it. it's like motocross almost. It's like, uh, I don't know. Pointless point. Sorry. <laughs> um, so I thought it was okay in terms of a dance track. I didn't think it was as catchy as some of the other ones, I guess. I think there are a couple of pretty good upbeat ones this year. So um, I think kind of in amongst all the other dance ones, it gets a little bit lost, but I think it, it, it's potentially a chance to get through, I guess. Okay, okay. Um, Jared, what's your take on uh, X slash Cross My Heart? <laughs> I have similar feelings to Alex. I think it's okay. It isn't like the best dance track. Um, but it's Azerbaijan. They've never missed the final. They just have this thing where they got through. I mean, they won in 2011 with a terrible song. So, um, I mean, I think they just kind of guaranteed uh, to make it through at this point. I would love to see them kind of miss out and ruin that streak. But um, with lyrics like, Luna Moon Me Up to the Top, I mean, how can you, how can you miss out on the final? <laughs> oh, this, I'll tell you one thing. There's some great lyrics this year in Eurovision. Um, really, some top-notch ones. It's interesting with Azerbaijan. This is um, their, well, technically their 10th anniversary, isn't it? They started in 2008, but I guess their 11th overall time. And, yeah, you're right. No, never missed the final. Skeletons last year was pretty memorable. I remember talking a little bit about that. Um, I, I like this song. I think it's it's memorable. I think it's catchy. So I, I like the dance ones. You know, I like the upbeat ones. So um, I, I'm a bit of a fan of this one. Uh, I have said on my predictions that I've got this going through to the finals. I'll get you guys to go through that in a second. Um, according to the odds, though, uh, on EurovisionWorld.com, this is just they've just ranked this obviously in order. They haven't necessarily got this as whether or not they're making the finals or not. But I guess if you make the top 26, you're into the finals. Uh, well, I mean, take out the six major countries, of course. But they've got this at the 27th spot right now, Azerbaijan. Um, so if you take that out, I'm guessing that's just missing the finals but uh i'm saying it's going to make the finals jared what, what are you going to say you're going to keep their perfect record up here yeah i think the streak continues this is the one for me that is kind of right on the cusp of making it i think semi-final one is uh more difficult and more up in the air overall but i think that it will get through alex what's your take yeah i'm a bit the same i've got it um i've ranked all my semi ones i've got it finishing eighth in its semi ah. for me like personally but like 24th overall so i guess that kind of tells you what i think of the first semi-final in comparison but um i think it'll just make the 
just make the final. Just make it. All right, there you go. I'm just looking here about uh, Aizel, real name, Aizel Mamadova. Um, she attended the Azerbaijan State Conservatory. That's good for her. And um, X slash... It is pronounced cross my heart, Alex. You are correct. I'm looking here at Wikipedia, so I'm just an idiot. Um, it uh, was released on the 17th of March 2018. If you download the single, you get a karaoke version and an instrumental version, which I thought were the same thing, but... Obviously, Azerbaijan do things differently. Okay, thanks, Azerbaijan. Um, they're coming off finishing eighth last year, so we'll see how that plays out. All right, let's move on to one of my favourite countries of all time in Eurovision. I always generally like their song, but not this year. Uh, Iceland. Uh, <laughs> the song is Ari Olafsson. Oh, sorry, that's the artist, not the song. The song is called Our Choice. Um, very original there, Iceland. You've just looked at the song and go, yeah, that's our choice. We'll put that as a song. Um, this song is not very good. I'm just going to say that right now. I'm not a fan of this song. It sounds very much like a cross between You Raise Me Up and some form of Il Devo ripoff. I know we had that with Italy a few years ago, but this just doesn't work for me. Um, yeah, and I'm sad because I always like Iceland. I always like watching them in Eurovision, and I always wish they would do well. They've never won it, of course, Iceland, but... Uh, yeah, let's start with you, Jared. Um, poor old Ari Olafsson. It's the most Icelandic name you can come up with, I think. It is, and this song is, um, yeah, it's going to be my choice not to listen to this and not to vote for it. Um, it's so it's so boring, and the thing about it is the video clip is, like, him walking down this dreary street, and, like, it's spot on because that's what the song is. It's dreary, it's dull, it doesn't go anywhere. I think Iceland has been kind of robbed the last two years and mm. not making it through the funnel, but, I mean, this does not deserve to go through at all. Uh, Alex? Um, I probably don't hate it as much as you two, <laughs> um, but it, I, I think there are bits of it that are okay. Um, I think out of the slow ones, I there are more I dislike more, I guess, would be my way of putting it. Um, but I, I don't think it's going to kind of go too far still. Iceland have not made the final since 2014 um, when No Prejudice by Polapoink made it. Um, yeah, so three years in a row they haven't made it. Uh, sad enough for them. Um, the odds are not looking good. This is the third worst song, according to EurovisionWorld.com. Um, and the two below it, I think one's unfairly below it. We'll get to that. Uh, but there's a few others that I think should be below it. This isn't making the final. Can I just point that out? Um, Jared, I'm guessing you're agreeing with me. Yeah, agreed. Uh, how about you, Alex? Yeah, no. No. Sorry, Olag. Uh, no, it's not even Olag, is it? It's Ari. I can't remember his name. See, this is how um, unmemorable it is. The, um, the Wikipedia page literally says, Ari Olafsson is an Icelandic singer who will represent his country in Eurovision Song Contest 2018. That's it. Uh, so, yeah. Anyway, thanks, Iceland. Uh, you at least get a free trip to Portugal. Uh, let's go to Albania next. The song is Mole, and the artist is Eugent Bushpepper. Uh, this song is entirely in Albanian. Um, it's It sounds like that one last year that started off, and it was like, hey, 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 da, 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 da. Was that the Dutch one or something like that? I can't remember, but... Um, yeah, it, it just sounds so mem uh, similar to one last year that I was doing my head in. I think that this song is just very forgettable. It's just it's one of those ones that you know is in Eurovision, but you don't really care about after a while, and I don't think this really stands out. Um, 
I'm, I'm just going to say it right now. I don't think this is making the final. I've got nothing really to say about this song. It's kind of there. Um, let's go with you, Alex. What What's your thoughts on Albania? Um, I don't mind this one. I had it just making the final. Ah. Um, yeah, and it's probably because I'm kind of very picky on this one. I don't like a lot of songs in this um, semi, so I feel it would be quite easy for some to make it. But the only interesting point for me was it's in, and again, this is purely being a music nerd thing, that it's in 3-4 time, which is the same as the winner last year, which hadn't happened for 17 years. So if you're going on Logic, it shouldn't win again for a while. Wow. Look at you with your technicalities there. I like it. Jared, can you top him there? You've got your stats no doubt on Albania and Eurovision, but I like where we're going with this. Yeah, I don't think I have much to add in the way of technicality. To me, this was super boring. Um, like, the only thing good about it is that it's not in English. Like, that's <laughs> the only reason that I would give it a point. Um, but I just... The only thing I remember is them kicking sand in, like, the video <laughs> clip. So, um... <laughs> I think that just says my opinion on the song. I don't think it's going to make it through. So, Alex, you said it wasn't either, so we're all saying it won't. Um, yeah, Albania recently, um, not too good. They've made the final since 2015 uh, with I'm Alive. We all remember that one, of course. Um, their best ever finish in Eurovision was fifth, which was back in 2012 uh, when Rona Nishulia had Sus. Um, everyone's played that one to death recently, haven't we? Um, and yeah, the odds are on this one that this is 38 out of 43 songs on EurovisionWorld.com, so not looking too good for them. And um, Eugent Bushpepper, um, he is with Universal Music. Um, he's got a lot of stuff here. He won the um, Best Male Singer in 2008 with the Top Fest Awards. So. Good on you, mate. Hopefully you can win that again in your life. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> it went to number one in Albania, this song. So get excited. And number 85 in Singapore on iTunes. So hello to all our Singapore listeners. You love Albania and Eurovision. Um, all right, let's move on to Belgium. Hello, Belgium. How are we today? Uh, this song is A Matter of Time. It is by Senec. And, um, yeah, I'm not a fan of this song at all. <laughs> I think it's boring, it's whiny, it's just crap. So, again, I'm not really going to have a whole lot to say on this one. I honestly don't think it will make it through. I just don't think this has anything standing out about it. Although Belgium generally uh, pretty well respected amongst the voters, so I could be wrong. But, um, yeah, Jared, Belgium, what are we thinking? Yeah, this was a tricky one. I thought it got more kind of catchy and and, and as it went through the song. Um, but um, yeah, a step kind of back for Belgium because like they've made the lot the top ten the last three years. Uh, and for me, this is kind of one of those songs in this semi final that's going to be kind of right on the edge of of making it through or missing it out. Um, but I do think that it will kind of scrape through to the final. Well, it, it's quite popular, like, and it's, it's actually got um, quite a lot of fan support to it, and according to Eurovision World, it's 12th, so um, I've taken a bit of a different stance on this one. I think more than likely it probably will, but I just, I think maybe this is one I had to cut off at the end, um, and plus I just don't like it, so I'm just being biased. Um, Jared, uh, sorry, no, that was Jared, I just spoke. Alex, uh, what, are, what are your thoughts? Uh, I'm similar to you in that I don't particularly like the song, Um I think it is kind of bland and I don't quite like either like the vocals or the beat much to it. It's just kind of a bit there for me. I do think it'll make the final just purely on popular vote, but 
it's not one I'd be picking to put through. Yeah, I'm just looking here. The song's made it to number 11 in Belgium, so uh, congratulations there. That's an achievement. Yeah, you're right there, Jared, what you said before about Belgium doing quite well. Last year, I remember City Lights was uh, sort of a, a last-minute uh, push for it going towards the top and ended up finishing fourth. Um, of course, Belgium has previously won Eurovision way back in 1986 when Sandra, Sandra Kim won it with Jaime Lavie. Uh, so they have won it before, but it's been a while for Belgium. But, um, yeah, did you say it was making it through, Alex? Was I listening to you there? Yeah, I think it will. I don't want it to, but I think it will. Okay, good. Good <laughs> to see I listen to uh, people when they talk on this show. All right, let's move on to, ah, here's one, Czech Republic. Now, when I first looked at these odds a couple of weeks ago, this was, I think, in the top two, uh, and it's dropped down a little bit. But uh, I really like this song. I think this one's quite unique. I think it's got such a... You hear it straight away and it sticks with you. And I, I'm going to say this right now. This is real smoky for me that this could win. I, I'm not going to give my winner's pick just yet till after the semifinals. But it's just... It's unique. It's got just something about it that you remember. And I really, 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 really like this song. I should say that the song is called Lie to Me. It's by Mikolas Josef. Um, and yeah, I think this is one to look out for. Czech Republic. Uh, let's start with you, Alex. What do you think of the Czech song this year? I agree. I like it a lot. I think it's a good beat. It sounds kind of like very radio friendly, I mm -hmm. guess, was how I described it. Like you could kind of just put it on one of the commercial stations and it would seem pretty in place and it was very catchy. So I think top 10 certainly um, in the final, hopefully. Um, Jared might have more info, but I did read that the Czech Republic singers heard himself already in um, rehearsal though. Oh. <laughs> what, what did he do? Jared, do you know about this? Uh, uh, yeah, I'm, yeah, I was reading that he... Um did a backflip and then didn't land it and then was kind of rushed to hospital and, and the delegation was going to pull him out because he, he like couldn't walk for a while or something. But uh, he has had a rehearsal since. Um, from what I saw, he was just kind of standing in the one spot, not moving. So, um, I mean, it could hurt his chances because I think the dance moves are going to kind of be the thing that pushes this over the edge. Wow. Well, I mean, if he can do any, it sounds like. Um, wow, I did not hear about that. I will say that, uh, I mean, the film clip's actually quite very like uh, what you said alex about how being very radio friendly like even the film clip this is just something you'd see flicking you know on a music channel or something like that. there's a lot of songs this year that are very radio friendly that if you didn't know you were listening to eurovision you would just think it's just some new song by some artist but um yeah uh, this that's fascinating i kind of want to see if he's going to come out in a wheelchair or something but um the czech republic um we're talking about um people countries at eurovision they have had a terrible run at eurovision the czech republic they first represented back in two 2007 failed to qualify three years in a row decided nah we're not going to do this anymore came back in 2015 and failed to qualify again they've only qualified for the final once back in 2016 where uh they had the song i stand by gabriella gunchakova where they finished second last um, and then they failed to qualify again last year so this surely has to be their biggest ever chance of winning uh eurovision they're uh, currently sitting at fifth overall on eurovisionworld.com but as i said that dropped a little bit last time i looked they were about second i think so um yeah i keep an eye on this song i really think that this is a, a real chance and we're all agreeing this will make the finals then yes yeah easily Easily. Yep. All right. Keep an eye out on Nicholas Joseph there and the Czech Republic. Let's move to Lithuania now. This song is called When We Are Old. It is by Ieva Zasima Kursa. Yep, that person. And um, 
uh, not a fan of this one again. It's another slow one. You know I don't like the slow ones. It's just, it's one of these sort of average ones to me that just you don't remember afterwards. It's like, oh, yep, that was a song in Eurovision. Um, and again, I don't really have a whole lot more to add on this. Jared, Lithuania. Yeah, this is um, one of those songs that I was so bored during. It's called When We Were Old and I could feel myself aging while listening to it. <laughs> um, and it sits like it's kind of in an awkward spot in the run order, like it's six, it's not near the end. So it is just, I think, going to be forgotten and people are not going to vote for it. It's not going to make it through. Jared. Uh, no, Alex. Hi. Hello. I know your names. Hi, how are you doing? I, I talk to you <laughs> once a year, Alex. Come on. No, no, that's fair. That's okay. No. Um, uh, bland and uninteresting was my kind of description of it. So I, yeah, just echo what everyone else says. So not making it through? No. Sorry, Lithuania. Uh, I mean, Eva, she looks pretty. Um, she's got glasses. That's good for her. I'm glad she can see. Um, and in the, uh, history of Lithuania, um, they basically haven't really done whole well. They didn't make it through to the final last year. Uh, their highest ever finish was six back in 2006 with the song, We Are The Winners. That backfired. Um, and the only other time they finished in, um, the top 10 was 2016 where Donnie Montel finished ninth with i've been waiting for this night they're, they're very literal with their songs aren't they we are the winners i've been waiting for this night when we're old there you go interestingly this is the first time they've had a song uh with the lithuanian language in it since 2001 so and that year they finished 13th so that might work for them who knows uh lithuania now we're moving to a big one here though the favorite as of right now when we're recording this uh a country that i thought pulled out of eurovision but for some reason they're back uh didn't we get some big talk last year about like we're not coming back anymore um israel <laughs> the song is toy it's by netta and this is the one that everybody's uh, giving the favoritism right now. I like it. I, I can see why it's got some favoritism. It's unique. It's very Eurovision. It's kind of got a message to it, particularly with um, the look of our singer. So, yeah, this I feel is easily going to make it through to the final. I think we're probably all going to be in agreement with that, whether or not it's going to win or not. Who knows? Alex, what's your take on Israel? Oh, it's certainly a fun one. It's so classic Eurovision. I do love that. Um, I do love the note on Wikipedia that it says the, its language is English but contains two lines and one slang word of Hebrew, ah. um, just to clarify, which is great. Um, I, I think it's really catchy. It's good fun. I mean, the big question is, is it better than Golden Boy? No. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. No. I meant to think a bit about that no, one. that's valid. <laughs> um, yeah, I, what happened? They weren't meant to be back. Jared, do you know what happened here? They pulled out last year. Yeah, I don't know. That thing was so confusing. I don't know if they've changed broadcasters or something happened, but, like, you get that sense with this song. It's kind of like they didn't think they were going to be in. Now they are. They've had this massive celebration. They're like, what's the craziest song out there, song we can send? And they picked this, which is this is the Eurovision that, like, I watch for. Um, I just think it's great. Um, the chicken noises are amazing in it. <laughs> I do think that um, the, there's potential for kind of – the juries to slam it a bit, so I don't know how it's going to fare with them, but I'm sure our Lion will um will put it up high, whereas Richard Wilkins will probably put this last again. Yeah. Um, but I think yeah, it's just it's going to stand out so much. 
among the other songs that it will get people awake who have drifted off to sleep during uh, when we're old. Um, they'll be awake again by the time this starts, and I think, yeah, that's going to do really well with the public. Just in terms of the betting odds, and I know this changes. We I think we went over this last year with Italy heading into this, that they were such you know short price favourites, and look how that turned out. I mean, currently they're, at least Bet365, they're $2.87 right now, where the second place is at $7. So it's a, it's a bit of a gap there. But um, if you look at the fan poll on EurovisionWorld.com as well, um, that Israel are currently on 19%. And second place is Greece, according to the fans, 9%. So there's a big gap. Um, but again, we know that this definitely can change. Um, now, Israel itself, uh, after pulling out last year and they're back again, who knows? They were 23rd last year. They generally have a good habit of making the finals in the last few years. Last time they finished in the top 10, Golden Boy, of course it was, um, back in 2015. Israel, of course, have previously won Eurovision three times. Last time won it back in 1998 with Dana International and Diva, one of the... Uh, more memorable winners in the last uh, 20 or so years. But um, we're all saying it's going through. Whether or not it will live up to its favouritism, we'll have to wait and see. But, uh, yeah, this is a very strong first semi-final for, uh, for a lot of these songs. Uh, let's move on to Belarus. The song is Forever. The artist is Alexeev. Um, it's another slowish one, but this one actually, the difference, I think, with the other slow ones I've had, this one picks up. And I think this one kind of ends up being slightly more memorable. Uh, I can really see this one being like a real smoky sort of wind machine-y song. It's a bit of an anthem I can feel. Um, I've got this one just sneaking in. I actually don't mind this one for one of the slower songs. Um, so, yeah, let's go with you, Jared. Uh, Forever by Alexeev. Yeah, I thought it was catchy. It's decent. Um yeah, I think that's all kind of I really wrote about it. I do think that um, it could go either way. I think I've put it that it will miss out on the final, ah. um, but I wouldn't be surprised if it made it through. Okay, Alex. Yeah, I've put it about the same. I put it just to go in, I think, as like my last one to make it in. So about the same spot as everything else. Um, yeah, again, it's all right. It's not as noteworthy as a lot of others, so it's just whether it gets lost in the shuffle between um, a few of the other big ones around it. Yeah, interesting, interesting. Uh, looking at Eurovision World's Oz, they've got it smack bang pretty much in the middle, 20th at the moment, um, $101 to win it, so they're not predicting it will really go well. Uh, and Belarus in Eurovision um, never won it. They've only finished in the top 10 once. That was way back in 2007. They snuck in last year um, into the final. Uh, they finished ninth in their semi, uh, so they just made it in. But that was the first time they've made the final in a couple of years. So uh, it's usually hit and miss for Belarus, whether or not they uh, get into the final or not. So we'll see how that trends. Um, I can tell you that this song made it to number 22 on the charts in Russia and number 15 on the charts in Ukraine, which is kind of the same country, but we won't get into that debate. And um, what can I tell you about Alex Eve? He's 24 and he is from Belarus. That's uh, what I can say. Uh, all right. So he's actually a Ukrainian singer, so I was incorrect there. There you go. I'm just offending all of Eastern Europe today. Nothing new. Uh, let's move on to Estonia. The song is called La Forza by Alina Nechayeva. And Estonia is a song that, once again, takes very long to get into it. But it's very memorable because this is our opera song for this year. 
Um, I actually weirdly like it. I think this is just one of those ones that stands out. And it's standing out according to the betting odds right now because this is currently on EurovisionWorld.com, the second favourite. So, look, it can go either way. We know how these sort of ones that stand out can go. Last year with Portugal, that really stood out. Um, a couple of years ago when Italy had that opera song, it was a favourite and it didn't go all the way. But um, I think this is a chance. I, I like this song and I, I'm going to give this one a, a high chance myself. Uh, Jared, what do, you, what do you think of Estonia here? Um... I don't mind it. I think with opera, it's very hit and miss, and it will really depend on the live performance, probably more so um, than the other ones, where you can kind of hide bad singing a bit more. Uh, I think last year, Australia as well had a song that was kind of predicted to do fairly well and go through, and it didn't. So I'm I'm going to kind of follow that trend and be a bit controversial here and say that it's not going to go through. Oh, wow. Look at you with your big calls. Fascinating. Wow. All right, Alex, are you on the same page here? Well, I personally don't like it in comparison to some of the opera ones of the last few years. I think they were a lot, uh, they had a lot more to them. Um, I, I do think it'll get through because of its uniqueness, but personally, I would, I'm not fussed about it. Wow. Okay. Can we just point out that for an Estonian song to be sung in Italian, uh, <laughs> what's going on there? Um, and Estonia coming into this, um, as you just said, Jared, was expected to go well last year, didn't make it through. So they haven't made the final since 2015. Uh, they did win it way back in 2001. And uh, the following year, nearly won it again. They were third in 2002. So uh, might be one of the best sort of backup performances. Because generally, and we'll get to this with Portugal at some point in this episode, they don't generally like to put in a good song the year after when you host it. So uh, there you go. But um, wow, big call there from uh, Jared Lubick saying they won't make it through. Um, Alina Necheva, she's 26, um, and that's about all I can tell you about it. The song itself got released as a digital download. That's all that Wikipedia is telling me. That's generally how songs work in 2018. All right, uh, let's move on to uh, Bulgaria Bones, this song is, by Equinox. Um, yeah, this song it just gives me Imagine Dragon vibes. It's very, yeah, it's okay. I mean, it's, it's one to me that's not going to stand out. It's decent. It's average. I've got it just sneaking in. Alex, <laughs> I don't really know what else to say about this song. Yeah, I just wrote a little bit boring. I um, I think I do understand that Imagine Dragons vibe definitely with it. Um, But yeah, it, it's another one of those that it could be anywhere between about, I reckon, 7th and, and 12th in the, in the semi-final. I'm not really sure where, where it's going to end up, whether it's in or out. I've got it just out. Just out. Um, but could go. Okay. Jared. Uh, this is actually one of my favorite songs from the semi. I don't know. There's just something about it. I feel like it does. Yeah. Like you both said, have that Imagine Dragons, Dragons quality to it. I think it's it has like a nice vibe to it. And I think that Bulgaria is kind of on this streak at the moment where they they've been doing well. I think they were fourth in twenty sixteen and then mm-hmm. second last year. So um I've put down that it'll go through comfortably and I think it will do quite well in the final. There you go. Um yeah, no second last year. I wasn't a fan of their song last year, but um it got there. Um their seventh favourite right now, according to Eurovisionworld.com. So they've got a bit of a 
bit of um, sway behind them there. Um, last year was their best ever finish. Funnily enough, the only three times they've ever made it to the finals, they've finished in the top five. And that was fifth back in 2007, fourth in 2016, and second last year. So they make it to the finals. They generally do well in the final. Um, and Equinox, um, there's five of them in the band. I could try and say all their names, but I'm not going to because I can't speak those words very well and I'll offend the entire country. Um all right, let's move on to the former Yugoslav Republic of Macedonia, um, or as we just like to call it, Macedonia, Macedonia, whatever. It's got a nice flag. Um, lost and found by IQ. Um, I see what they did there. It's clever. Yeah. Um, it's okay. Again, it's just one of those ones. It, it, to me, it sounds like they're trying to be better than they actually are. Uh, and this is one I think that will really... It, it's you need to see this one live, I think, to kind of see whether or not this one will be good or not. I've got it missing the final, but um, yeah, there's nothing really for me here that stands out too well for for Macedonia. Alex, um, yeah, I kind of had it in the middle there too. I said don't like it as much as others, but I don't think it's dreadful, um, which puts it right in there. I had it just making it, just making it. All right, Jared. Yeah, I think it's a fairly bland pop song. It doesn't go anywhere. There's no kind of um, – it's just – it stays kind of the same level the whole way through. There's no defining moment. I think that um, it is going to miss out on the final. Miss out on the final. All righty. Uh, just the history for Macedonia. Uh, had a bad luck uh, in the last few years. Haven't made the final since 2012. Um, I like last year's song, Dance Alone. I remember that one. Um, didn't make it. Uh, but, yeah, basically, if you take 2012 out of the equation, you've got to go all the way back to 2007 then when they uh, reached the final. They've never finished in the top 10 when they've made the final. Their highest position they've ever finished was 12th back in 2006. Um, on the odds for Eurovision World, they're 31st, so not looking too good for IQ. Um, a pop rock duo consisting of vocalist Bojan Tragoski and Maria Ivanska um, formed in 2008. So there you go. Good on you, IQ. I give them points just for a fancy name. Uh, let's go on to Croatia. This song is called Crazy. It's by Franka. Um... Yeah, yeah, I don't know how I feel about this one. Again, seem to be a few in this one where they're kind of, they're okay. They're, you know, it's more of a case of, you know, how it will be formed live. I can see this making it through. I can see this one getting some votes because, I don't know, I just think it will be popular amongst some people. I personally got it just missing it out on the final. But um, I like the look of Franca. She's a very pretty lady. I'll just point that out. That doesn't really matter for much. Um, Jared, Croatia. Yeah, I had this as another mid-range song. I think that's just like the trend with this Sammy is there's so many kind of of those last spots to make it through that are really up for grabs uh, that could go either way. I think that this is going to uh, miss out on making it through. All righty, Alex. Um, yeah, pretty much the same. I have it just going through in like what I think is the last spot. Um, I think the beat and the tune's all pretty good. Um, there's like one or two bits that I think are a little bit different, which is nice. But again, it's not overly mem- memorable. No. Um, Croatia have never won Eurovision. Their highest ever finish was fourth, which they've achieved twice back in 1996 and 1999. Last year, they did make the final where they finished 13. My friend, our opera friend. Remember that guy? That was a great song. Shucks Hudek. Bring him back. I thought he deserved better. 
he was like doing a duet with himself from memory, wasn't he? Uh, <laughs> so Croatia 32nd on Eurovision World. Dot com uh, for those playing at home. Alrighty, our next song on the list. We're going to Austria. Nobody, nobody but you by Caesar Sampson. Um, now we don't have to rely on an Australia uh, entry for Austria this year. I know it was Denmark, wasn't it? Wrong one. Never mind. Um, Hosier. This reminds me of "Take Me to Church." This song, uh, and then it kind of turns into a Guy Sebastian style song at the end. Um, I kind of like it. It's 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 an interesting blend. I think it's got enough uniqueness about it that it will make it through. Um, we always think of Austria. We always think of Conchita now, don't we? Um, so this isn't Conchita. This is um, Caesar or Caesar, whatever you want to say it. Um, yeah, I've got it going through. That's my prediction. Um, Jared, Austria. Yeah, I think this is one of the hearts of the semi-final. I like the the vocals with the piano. I think it all kind of ties well together. It's got a good beat to it. Um, and I think, yeah, that it's going to go safely through to the final. Alex. Yeah, I think it sounds... You Kind of like you said, it sounds like a few other songs. It sounds incredibly familiar. Um, and I spent half the song, I can try to figure out what it was like, and I still couldn't get it. But, um, but no, it's actually not bad once I got into it. So I, I think that one will get through. He will go through. Uh, according to EurovisionWorld.com, it is currently at 17th, so they think it shall make it through. Um, Austria, of course, as we just mentioned, last won it only a few years ago, back in 2014. Rise Like a Phoenix, Conchita Verse. They previously won it once before, way back in 1966. Last year, they finished in 16th with Running On Air. That was not the Australian person from memory, of course. That was Denmark, Ben. Good job. Alrighty. Moving through these swimmingly, let's go down to Greece. Uh, a song that I apparently thought I didn't have, but I did have on my uh, playlist when I was going through these. Um, Oniro Moi, Moi or Moo, uh, I'll say Moo. Yanni Terzi is the uh, artist on this one for Greece. Um, it's a bit slow. Again, it's average. This is just Jared, you said it. There's a lot of these ones kind of in the middle there. Um, it's, a bit, it's a bit sultry. It's a bit sexy. I could see it, but... Um, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this one. I've got it making it through just because I think, again, Greece generally do pretty well and it's kind of a bit more memorable than some of the other mid-range ones. But um, I think it will just sneak through. I don't think it will make it through easily. And it wouldn't surprise me if it didn't make it through. But, um, yeah, Jared, Greece. Yeah, they generally do well. I think they failed to make the final once from memory and that was like a bit of an anomaly. So I think it's going to stand out amongst the English songs just, um, just because it is in a different language. And I think it does build throughout a bit more than the other ballads that stay at the same level. So I think it does kind of go somewhere and I think that it will make it through. Alex. Yeah, for me personally, it doesn't do much. Uh, I don't think it'll get through. I just don't find it any different to a lot of the other ones. There you go. All righty. Jana Terzi, um, she's 37. One of the uh, older singers in the uh, Eurovision this year. Um, she's been around for quite some time in Greece. Um, and yeah, Jared, you were correct only once, uh, at least in the last few years. They didn't make it in 2016, the Greeks. Uh, last year they finished 19th. They did win it back in 2005, of course, in my number one. Um, and yeah, Greece generally do fairly well in Eurovision, but we'll see how they fare this year. Okie dokie, let's go to one of another one of my favourite uh, Eurovision countries because we always think of Hard Rock Hallelujah when we think of Finland. Um, the song this year is Monsters by Sara Aito. Uh, now this is a song that 
again, it starts really slow. This, that's the that's the theme of Eurovision this year. Songs start slow, but then they pick up. And when this song picks up, I love it. I think this song's really, really good. Um, and Finland always go for something a bit different. This one's a bit safer than they've generally gone for. We had those weird punk rockers, what was that, like two, three years ago? Um, but, um, yeah, I like this song. I've got it going through for Finland. Don't think they can win it, but um, I think they can at least make it through to the finals. Alex? Yeah, I agree. It's got a bit more about it than a few of the other songs. Um, not not a complete standout, but certainly I think it'll it'll grasp with a lot more people and should get through. Jared. Yeah, I think it's a catchy, fun song. I think it's safe to say, uh, welcome back to the final for Finland. We've missed you the last three years, but um, you've finally done something right again. Yeah, they've missed it. It's been a while, hasn't it? 2014 was something better by Softengine. Um, 2006, of course, Hard Rock Hallelujah, one of the greatest songs in the history of Eurovision. The only time they've ever won it. Um, but uh, yeah, good on you, Finland, for doing something a little bit better this year. Um, Eurovision World uh, has them. I should say Greece was 15th, uh, according to Eurovision World, and uh, Finland is actually in 13th. So uh, they're a little bit higher up there. So good for you. All right, we've got a few more to go here in semi-final one. Four, to be precise. Armenia is next. Kwame Savek Kayangian is the song for Armenia. Um, yeah, don't like this one. <laughs> I, so much so that I haven't even predicted that this will make it or won't make it. But I'm going to say it won't because generally I've got my 10 that will make it through. Um, my notes here, I've literally written boring, slow, nothing memorable. So I'll leave it at that. Uh, Jared, Armenia. Yeah, I think they're kind of in the same boat with Azerbaijan in that they're fairly new to the competition and they have been making the final quite frequently. Um, but, yeah, I don't think this is going to go through. I think it is boring. I think the like electric guitar solo is probably the best part of the song. So if it's not the person singing, I think that's uh, an issue that they should have looked into earlier. Uh, but, yeah, I don't think it's going to make it through. Uh, Alex? Yeah, I just had it as boring and not going through. Yeah, that's about all we need to say about <laughs> Armenia. Uh, a country that's best ever finished was fourth. Twice they did that uh, with RM MP3, uh, not alone, back in 2014. And Kela Kela by Serushu in 2008. Last year, 18th with Fly With Me, Artsvik. Um, only once have they not made the final, so uh, they've done fairly well for themselves, Armenia. Alrighty, three more to go. Let's go to the neutral country of Switzerland. Uh, if only Channel 7 had the rights to Eurovision this year, we'd have 38,000 Roger Federer mentions right about now. Um, yeah, it's okay. It's very Swiss, isn't it? It's just in the middle. It's like, yeah, okay. You know, why is it that the only good thing Switzerland can ever produce is Roger Federer and chocolate? Um, I guess Martina Hingis is pretty good too. Yeah, I don't really have a whole lot to say about this one. I should say that the song is called Stones and it's by Zibs. Uh, <laughs> Alex, Switzerland? Yeah, I just wrote same, same. Nothing special. Uh, it's It'll be somewhere in the middle. I've got it just missing, but could go either way. Jared? Yeah, you don't get more Swiss than um, a lyric of No, I Ain't Throwing Stones, which is uh, just a typical neutral Switzerland song. Um, I don't mind, actually. I think it kind of deserves to go through, um, and I have said that it will go through, but I do think um, it's, Switzerland just struggles to get votes because 
They have no allies. Their whole thing of being neutral, nobody like likes them for that. So nobody feels compelled to vote for them. And I think that they that's why they like miss out and don't do so well. But I think that it should go through. So I've said that it will. Well, the last time they made the finals was 2014. Hunter of Stars, Sebalta. They've failed to qualify uh, the last three years. They failed to qualify two years before that. And the only time they made the final before that, they were dead last in 2011. So basically since 2006, they've qualified for the finals once, finished last. And, of course, we all know that they've won it twice uh, back in 1956 and famously, of course, in 1988 with Celine Dion. Um, just Roger Federer, sing next year, you will win. That's all I can say. Switzerland, if you want to win this. Like, he doesn't even need to sing. You just stand up there and hold a tennis racket. And just be like, hey, I'm Roger Federer. And then, you know, he'll get votes probably. Um, they are currently sitting at 33rd on the odds. So, um, yeah. Okay. Uh, Ireland. Oh, my Lord. Uh, speaking of rubbish. Um, I just said off air that I was going through my list. I had 42 songs on my list. And I'm like, I'm missing one. It was Ireland. And no wonder I was missing one. This is rubbish. Uh, Ryan O'Shaughnessy, the most Irish name you can get. The song is Together. This is like Ed Sheeran if he wasn't trying hard. Um, bring back Dustin the Turkey. Like, this is a turkey in itself. This is crap. This might be the worst song in all of Eurovision this year. Uh, this is not making the final. And I don't want to ever hear this song again. Jared. Yeah, uh, to be sure, to be sure, it's trash. Um, <laughs> last time they made the finals, 2013, and if they keep sending rubbish, they're not going to make it, and this is not going to go through. I just think since they've won it, what, like 50 times in the 90s, they just don't care anymore. They're like, oh, we can never win this time again. Um, so bring back Jedwood. Did we not go over this last year? Um, Alex. <laughs> Yeah, I don't hate it as much as both of you, but I, I'm certainly not confident of its chances. It, it doesn't give you any inspiration for the rest of the, the that they've got any chance. Well, the last time they made the final, they were last. Uh, and previously, two years before that, it was Jedwood. Uh, so, yeah. But uh, as we do know, of course, with our Irish friends, they uh, do have the record, don't they, for most wins. So um, they are the most successful Eurovision nation. But it's been a long bloody time since they've won it. Um, seven wins Ireland have. That's always a that's always a good pub trivia one because everyone always going to assume it's like Sweden or something like that. Uh, all right, final one: Cyprus, Elenia Foreria uh, with the song "Fuego." Um, I like this song. Again, it takes a while to pick up. It's very much a radio-friendly song. Alex, you mentioned that before. I think this is another one of those ones that you can just hear randomly flicking channels on Nova or something like that. Um, I like it. I, I think it will make it through. So, um, yeah, don't have a whole lot more to add, but um, Jared, Fuego by Cyprus. Yeah, I think it's a catchy entry. I think it's a great way to finish the semi-final, and I think it will kind of benefit from being right at the end because it's going to be the last thing in people's minds, and I think that they will vote for it, and I think it's going to go through. Alex. Yes, as you said, I agree that I think it's very radio-friendly, very kind of upbeat and happy, um, and will benefit from its position as well. So I, I do think this is one that will um, do very well in the semis and should do very well in the final. Should do very well. Well, it's actually the sixth favourite too, uh, according to Eurovision World. So it's top ten chance. Uh, Cyprus themselves, uh, they've never won it, uh, but they've had a last few years. They've made it through to the finals. Um, last year they were twenty first. Gravity. I enjoyed that song last year. Uh, their highest ever finish. You have to go all the way back 
to uh, 1982, where they were fifth, as well as 1997, where they were fifth, and 2004, where they were fifth. So they're the perennial fifth-place finishers, Cyprus, uh, and currently they're the sixth favourite, so that might uh, be why that they're kind of trending in that area there. Um, and, uh, yes, that is the first semi-final. Um, we'll maybe go over who we think are going to miss them. Uh, if I just quickly... Okay, let's do it now. How about I do that? So, Jared, you have missing out Albania, Armenia, uh, Belarus, Croatia, Estonia, Iceland, Ireland, Lithuania, Macedonia... And I believe that is it. Alex, you have missing out. Albania, Armenia, Bulgaria. Lots of R's going on here. Greece, Iceland, Ireland, Lithuania, and Switzerland. I have missing out. Uh, Albania, Armenia. That's a bit of a trend going on there, isn't it? Um, <laughs> as well as Belgium, Croatia. Uh, who else am I going down the list here? This is great podcasting. Iceland, Ireland, uh, Lithuania, Macedonia, and Switzerland. Alrighty, let's get into semi-final two. I'm excited to talk about semi-final two. And again, I should mention these are in order of uh, who is performing. I didn't really mention that at the top. So we'll start off with number one in semi-final number two. One of the other favourites and another song that I actually quite like as well. Norway, Alexander Rybuck. That's how you write a song. It's a bit cocky, um, but um, I like it. It's very funky. It's uh, just, it gets stuck in your head. And I really like it. The Scandinavians, again, proving that they know how to do Eurovision well. Um, and yeah, this is one of the favourites. It's third favourite according to EurovisionWorld.com, and I think that's gained some traction since the last time I looked at this one. So uh, yeah, Norway's chances. Alex, uh, what's your your take on Alexander Ryback? Does he know how to write a song? Well, he won this already, so I assume he does know how to write a song. Didn't he win it like five or six years ago? Was so that that's him? Kind Was of he the yeah yeah two thousand nine? There you go. Yeah, yeah, he can arrogantly say he knows how to write a song. I think. Um, <laughs> But um, yeah, like I, I think it's it's a fun poppy song. The only thing I was worried about was maybe it was too kind of poppy to kind of win it. For some reason, it reminds me of um, I think it was the Denmark one a few years ago where it was like Scooby Dooby Dup and all uh, that kind yep. of that. For some reason, yep, yep. That's yep. what I kind of get the vibes for it. So that's the only reason I think it might not be able to, is it kind of goes into that category. But um, but yeah, it should certainly be near the top. Jared. Yeah, I'm not a fan. I feel like ugh, this just. Does this not belong in like junior Eurovision? <laughs> um, I just think it's it's going to do well based on who's senior. I think Alexander's charisma and the fact that he's won before is just gonna people are going to vote for it for the sake of that. But I do think I mean it's no it's nowhere near like his winning song in terms of quality. Um, the violin solo is the best part of it. Look for it. Look out for that where it probably breaks some strings again because he just plays over the top because that's probably pre-recorded anyway. Um, but yeah, I think it's going to make it through. It's just not one of my favourites, and I don't want to see it win the whole thing. Well, I really don't know what would be the highlight uh, for Alexander winning Eurovision in 2009, competing again in 2018, or being in the movie How to Train Your Dragon, uh, which I'm just seeing here. He appeared in twice in both versions. So there you go. He's a big name in the world of dragon movies. 
Um, they finished 10th uh, last year, Norway. Um, and actually, every time they've made the finals uh, since 2013, they've finished in the top 10. They did finish dead last in 2012. Uh, so they're very hit and miss, the Norwegians. But uh, yes, they've won it um, three times in total. So, uh, yes, and one of them, of course, with, with our man Alexander. But, yes, yeah, third favourite. So uh, when was the last time we had a dual winner of Eurovision? Well, you have to go back to what's-his-name, wouldn't you? Um, what's that guy that always won it back in the 80s or 90s? No? Oh, Johnny Logan? Johnny Logan, yes. Thank you. Mr. Eurovision. Probably him, right? I don't know. ABBA haven't come back. Well, they're ABBA are reuniting as like an animated band. Do you think they'll come back next year for Eurovision, maybe? Who knows? Um, all right, let's go to Romania. Um, do we all say that they're making it through Norway? Should I just tick that all through, yes? Yep. Yep, cool. Yep. All right. Uh, Romania, the humans, and goodbye. Um, yeah, I don't know how I feel about this one. It sounds very much like a Snow Patrol song to me. I have nothing against Snow Patrol. I don't mind some of their music, but this one's just boring. I feel this is one of those ones you think is going to pick up, but it never picks up. It's kind of like, you know, Boggy. It's like, come on, hurry up, Boggy, start. And she never starts. So, yeah, I'm not a fan of this one. I've got this one missing the final. Um, but, yeah, I'd like to hear what you guys think. Jared, Romania. Yeah, Romania, bring back your yodeler and your rapper from last year, please. Um <laughs> They last failed to make the final in 90, 1996. Wow. Um, and I think uh, it's safe to say that goodbye is an appropriate title because I don't think they're going to make it through this year. There you go. Big words from our expert there, Jared Lubick. Alex, what's your take on um, Romania? Well, I love the name The Humans um, for the artist. I think that's just a really great name, but I, I, I don't like the song. There's nothing to it. I think there's way better ones in this semi, so I think it misses. Yeah, seventh last year. Rob, I think that should have been at least, you know, a bit higher than that. Best finish of third for Romania in 2005 and 2010. So we're all saying Romania's not making it. Bye-bye, Romania. Okay. Thanks, the humans. Uh, I should mention Eurovision World has him at 37th. So, yeah. Uh, all right, let's go to Serbia right now. Uh, if, we're, again, we're Channel 7, the home of Novak Djokovic. Um, and speaking of Nova, Nova Deca is the song. It's by Sanja Ilic and Bala Kanalka. Um, yep, I'm doing well with my pronunciations today. Um, I mean, this is a slow one again. It picks up a lot more than the Romanian one ever does. But, yeah, it's just, I don't know, it's there. I'm not a fan of it. Um, I've got it missing the final. It's just not one of these ones that you just remember. Um, Alex. Yeah, I wrote for this one, Met opening, good build-up, hoping for more from the dance bit. So <laughs> uh, that was my kind of summary of it. I think it I think it misses. think it misses. All right. Jared? Yeah, this was a weird one that I'm really kind of on the fence about. I think there were some parts in it that were good and I liked, and then other parts I hated. Uh, they, were, they kind of had like this whole wailing thing going on, which I wasn't sure why. Um, but I've said that it will scrape through to the final. Oh, wow. There you go. Big call there from Jared. Uh, Eurovision World have this one somewhere on this list, which I will tell you is the position that is, of course, 
36. There we go. I finally found it. Uh, and, of course, Serbia won it in their very first attempt back in 2007. Uh, and since then, third in 2012 was their best finish and haven't been in the final since 2016. They didn't make the final last year. Um, that is Serbia. And, again, next year just put uh, Novak Djokovic up there and perhaps they will do better. Now, when we talk about favourite countries in Eurovision, where are we going to next? San Marino. Uh, <laughs> oh, where do we begin? Uh, who we are. Jessica featuring Jennifer Breining. Now, um, this is one of the worst written songs in terms of the lyrics. Um the most basic lyrics ever in the human language, probably. This is currently wrote, voted as the worst song, according to EurovisionWorld.com. We have San Marino rap, um, which haven't we always wanted to hear? Um, I, I've got this missing, but can I just say, if there's one wish that I have, it is for San Marino to make the final on this song. Uh, I actually really like this song, but it's also really bad at the same time, so. Oh, Jared, San Marino, when will they learn? I don't know. I have such, like, a soft spot for them. Um, I miss Valentina. Like, yes. just send her back every year. Please make that, like, a running thing. Um, the rap comes from nowhere in this video. I'm all for duets. I don't hate it. Um, if you watch the music video, they've got about the whole country there in the stands <laughs> watching, uh, 20 people. Um, <laughs> it's just, it's so, like, I don't understand why but it is it's bad but it is good and i do want it to make it i know it's not going to um yeah so it's not going to make it through but um yeah i'm with you if i had one wish it would be that this would go through and if this one it would be amazing alex yeah it was another one where i was kind of like yeah it's there drifting off and then suddenly the rap hits and you're just like okay this is now like has to go through this is just what has to happen but unfortunately i just don't think it's going to get the legs i've got it missing well, we all know the only time they've ever made it was back in 2014 with Valentina, um, with Maybe, um, where it ended up finishing 24th. Um, poor old San Marino. Um, and Joel Creasley, if you start giving your rubbish about San Marino, just shut up already, all right? Just stop it. You're just a knobhead. Um, but, yeah, sadly, it is ranked dead last to win, according to EurovisionWorld.com. So um, that's very sad. It's got 0% of the vote in the fan votes as well. So, um, yeah. But um, good on you for trying, San Marino. Good on you for trying. Okay, let's move on to... Here we go. The other Australian from last year, Denmark. Higher ground, Rasmussen. And, um, yeah, it's okay. Uh, again, it doesn't really stand out. It's, it's a very meh year with lots of these songs. I think you've got real standouts, real forgettable ones, and very, you know, meh ones. Um, I don't have a whole lot to add on this one. I think it's going to miss out. Bring back, uh, was it Anya or whatever her name was from Australia last year? Um, yeah, sorry, Denmark. Um, Alex, Denmark. Yeah, um... Yeah, interesting beat, not memorable was all I said. So I think in this semi-final, I think there's some more interesting ones um, that will get it. Having said that, you know, Denmark do have a good following, so I wouldn't be surprised if it's in the final. Um, but yeah, I have it missing. You have it missing. Jared? Uh, I don't mind this song. It's like the Viking anthem. Um, 
I just think extra points has a key change in there, which there's not enough of this year. I think that's classic Eurovision if you if you want to win and do well. I think this makes it through to the final easily. You think it makes it through easily? Oh, there you yep. go. Interesting. Um, 20th last year was Anya. And I think, as we said last year, I think that uh, that was a lot better than frickin' Isaiah's song. So uh, somehow that got a lot further down. They won it, of course, back in 2013 with only Teardrops, one of those songs that, as soon as I mention, you'll start hearing the frickin' beat of it and it'll be stuck in your head for the rest of the day. Uh, and they've won it uh, previously twice before that, the Danes. So they're kind of the forgotten Scandinavian country of Eurovision that, you know, tend to do okay. Really. Well, I guess Iceland is sort of forgotten about in the world of Eurovision. Um, this song, in terms of Eurovision world, it's kind of in the middle, 19th. Um, so not the highest ranked one, but uh, also not the lowest ranked one there for Denmark. Now, we welcome back this year to Eurovision Russia. Because we're not in Ukraine anymore, we can bring back the Russians. Um, Julia Samolova and I Won't Break. And if I can just say one thing, it's very Russian. Um, it's just, it just, this is what Russia always produce at Eurovision. And we often see with Russia that, you know, even though pretty much everyone hates them, they will get booed. Um, they generally still do pretty well. Uh, I think this will make it based purely on the fact that this is Russia. If this was sung by, like, Lithuania or someone, I don't think this song would make it. But because it's sung by Russia, I think it will make it. It's it's okay. It's not the worst song. It's not the best song. It's a very middle ground song. But uh, for me, it will sneak through. Um, Jared, Russia. Yeah, Julia's back. She was meant to last year. She's the Mel Melissa McNulty of uh, <laughs> Eurovision. She's come back. She was meant to be last year. She's here. She's finally made it. She gets to wheel out on stage. Um, I think that this is going to miss the final, Ooh. similar to Romania, the first time missing since uh, 1996. I think it's just a questionable song. It's weird. I do think it's going to get votes purely for the fact that it's Russia. For some reason, they make her into a mountain in the music video, which um, I have major questions about. I don't understand at all. Um, but, yeah, I don't think it's going to go through. I think it's boring. Alex? I have a right on the edge. I think it's okay. It's not that exciting. Um, but I do think it'll go through. Interesting. I like her song last year better. I think we talked about that last year, didn't we, that if she had been in it last year, she would have done quite well. But um, one thing I'll say for Russia, um, still, I'm going to say this again, robbed in 2016, should have won in 2016. Uh, you Are the Only One is a song that I still like to listen to on my uh, iPod, but uh, there you go. Uh, they are sitting at 26 on EurovisionWorld.com, Russia. All right, let's go to Moldova. Sadly, the sax isn't back this year. But um, it's very Eurovision, this song, though. It's, it's, it's catchy, it's funky, it's stuck in your head. It's, again, not the same as last year. The song is My Lucky Day by Doridos. Doridos? Doridos. Yeah, that band. Um, I've got it going through. I think it will do enough. Uh, Alex, Moldova. Yes, I like this one. I like the dance tune. Um, I think it's good fun. I think it's a little bit different to some of the other dance ones, just to give it a bit more to it. Um, I do think it'll go through. Jared. Yeah, I think you can always rely on Moldova to send something <laughs> upbeat. I am also disappointed that Epic Sax Guy is not back, I think. Um, but he comes back every now and then, so it's probably a bit too soon for him to make a repeat appearance. Um, 
But I have said that this will miss out, which oh. I'm questioning why I said that. But um, I'll stick by it. Well, there you go. All right. Uh, they were third last year with Sunstroke Project and Hey Mama, which, again, uh, should have been better. But, um, hey, there you go. Um, and Mold- before that, they'd failed to qualify three years before that. So um, Moldova, you know, they generally they bring out the good songs in terms of when they want to make it through the final. But uh, they are currently on our odds track, are sitting at 14th. So they're up there pretty well there. Doridos, Eurovision, there you go. Now, okay, uh, let's get into this one. The Netherlands. Um, now, can I just point out, when I, was first, when I first got all these songs and I flicked through, this song came on. I'm like, oh, somehow this song is mistakenly downloaded. I've got like an American country song on my list. This isn't a Eurovision song. It's a Eurovision song. <laughs> this... I have to say I like it. I don't like country music, but this song, when you talk about songs that stand out, there is no way that you're going to forget this song. This and maybe Hungry are the two songs that you will remember. And I feel that this will either be loved or hated. I don't know how this will go out. But I, I think that maybe that if it gets enough traction, this could win Eurovision. I, I would be intrigued if it did, but this is fascinating, this song. It's called Outlaw In and by Waylon. I didn't even know country music was a thing in the Netherlands, but now I've discovered it is. Uh, Jared, we officially have country music in Eurovision. Yeah, it's kind of become a little bit of a trend for the Netherlands. They did have that country song um, by the Common, Common Lynettes that year, which I think they're kind of trying to repeat. And I think Waylon is actually a member of that duo. So, um, yeah, they did really well with that. So I suppose they're kind of going back to the well and hoping that it's going to work for them to get again. I think, yeah, same as you, it's going to stand out. Um, it's going to wake people up. I think it's going to go through to the final. Alex? Yeah, I, I love this song. I think it's great. Um, I do like a bit of country music. I think it is just incredible, and I really do hope it wins. Like, that is what I'd love. Um, I did love their one a few years ago. They did um, come after the storm. That was fantastic. I would absolutely love to see them uh, do really well. I think that definitely is in the final. Absolutely. I, I should mention it is definitely in the final for me. No question about that. They have not won at the Dutch since 1975 with the song Ding a Dong. Uh, by teaching of course we all remember that one but yeah um come after the storm got second and i remember that year that was very much the the favorite for a very large portion of time um so yeah i i would love to see this win i just think it's just such it this this is very much the hard rock hallelujah of this year that it's kind of like what the hell is this doing in eurovision but it can really work for them so I, I think it would be huge if this won Eurovision and bring the Dutch some glory. Uh, so, yeah, go Waylon. Uh, and the odds, though, this has it uh, 22nd, so it's very low down. But um, see how that plays out. This is definitely one that, whether it doesn't win or not, it's going to be on country music stations around the world because uh, there you go. Now, let's move into the one we're all excited for, uh, Australia. Here we go. Jessica Malboy, We Got Love. Now, before anybody starts whinging, oh, Jessica Malboy's already competed for Australia. Technically, she hasn't. She was only an interval act. So this is her first crack. We all thought, I think, she was going to be our first artist back in 2015, but they've held her off. Um, our fourth ever entry into Eurovision. We know that the women have a good track record for Australia. They've, every time we've had one, they've finished in the top two. 
Uh, I'm just going to say this right now. I think this is the best song we've ever sent to Eurovision. I think this is our best chance of winning Eurovision. And I honestly think we can win Eurovision with this song. I love this song. I think it's great. I've heard it played to death on the radio here, which is, I think, more so than any of the other entries we had. Even back when Guy Sebastian was in, I barely heard that on the radio. Um, I really, really like this song. And I think that we can win it. I'll say it again. So, yes, she will make it through. And I'm really looking forward to seeing this perform live. Jared, Jessica Malboy, We Got Love. I'm not as high on this. I'm not as optimistic. I think it's safely through to the final. Uh, I think it's probably the third best song that we've sent. Oh, um, interesting. It's definitely better than better than last year. Well, we know Isaiah's um, not number one on that list. <laughs> yeah, well, this deserves... Like, if we should finish top ten, I think, overall, I think... Um, this deserves to do well. I think we're definitely going to get more than two televotes if we make the final, which happened last year, which was deserved because the public knew what was happening, but the juries didn't. Um, this It just needs to have a wow moment, which I'm hoping to see with the staging. Are they going to stick her on a cube? Um, get her off the cube early if you stick her on a cube. Don't leave her sitting there the whole time. I think it ha- we... Our staging hasn't been the best in the performances that we've sent. We Our wow moment is always, like, too late and it lasts for, like, five seconds. So I think get her up moving and dancing and get her interacting with the crowd and I think that she'll do well. As long as we don't have freaking, you know, Isaiah staring at himself like last year. Like, that was just rubbish. Like, turn your head with your blowing hair up and looking like, ugh. Don't get me started on last year. We, I just want to like formally apologise to Europe that we set that rubbish last year and somehow we finished 10th. That was just ridiculous. Um, Alex, stand up for me here. Am I the only one who's loving this song? No, I do agree. I, I do think this is a very good song. I'm, I'm still not sure if it's our best one we've ever sent, but I think it's... I do agree that I think it's a very good chance um, and I think it'll definitely be more over with the public than um, the last few years. So if we can... Um, as long as the juries are good with it, if we can get enough of the public vote, I think we are a good chance. Well, so we're all agreeing that we're obviously through. Uh, that's that's the thing. And we all know that uh, we've always finished in the top 10 uh, undeservingly last year. Stupid Isaiah broke our trend of finishing in the top five. Um, but, uh, yeah, our female contestants generally do better than the male contestants. So there's that. Hello, Dami, if you're listening. So I, I, I don't know. I just feel that we can we'll, – we'll see after the semis. I know I'm not giving a winnings prediction until after that. But um, Jessica Malboy, uh, let's do it for Australia and host it in, what, like Germany. Isn't that where we've decided it will go if we win it or something? Um, yeah. It's dropped down, though. It was in the top five. At one point, but we're now 10th on EurovisionWorld.com, so we have dropped down a bit. But um, there is a bit of love, I feel, in some other channels that I've seen for Australia. All right, let's go to Georgia for you. It's by Aria, Ario. Ario? It sounds like a biscuit. Um, <laughs> that's not funny. Um, it sounds like elevator music to me. Like, it's just like a song. You, you just It's in the background and you don't really pay much attention to. Um it's got like weird opera stuff in it, and yeah, I don't like this song. It's pretty rubbish. This isn't going to make it for through to me. Uh, sorry, Georgia, um, Jared, Georgia. Yeah, I agree. I tuned out halfway through. It's not captivating at all. I think this is kind of a direct reaction to the winner last year. But um, if you send a ballad, it has to be last year's kind of one because it was. It stood out so much amongst everything else, and I think uh, it just was the type of ballad that had you captivated. Um, because it was so minimal with like the staging and the vocals, I think this is 
um, just, yeah, boring uh, and not noteworthy, and it's going to kind of get washed over given its position in the semifinal. So not going to make it through? Definitely not. Uh, Alex? Personally, I do like the song, but and it sounds really familiar, and I couldn't figure out through it what it was was exactly, but it sounded really familiar. But, yeah, I think while I like it, I don't think anyone, uh, most others will, and I don't think it'll get through. All righty. Sorry, Georgia. Um, they didn't make the final last year. Uh, their highest ever finish was they had two consecutive ninth places in 2010 and 2011. So Georgia, not the most successful country, and let's be honest, it's going to continue that way in Eurovision. Uh, okay, let's move on to Poland. The song is Light Me Up by Gramey featuring Lucas Meyer. Um, now, again, it's slow start. It builds up. This is a song that you would easily hear on the radio. It's just kind of there. Um yeah, it's nothing standout-ish. I've got it making the final, um, but I don't really have a whole lot more to add on it. Alex? Uh, oops, sorry, I just lost my screen for a sec. <laughs> it's all good. It's only Poland. Yeah, um, it has its moments, but yeah, um, I'm on the fence about it. I think it's a bit fun, but is it better than others? I don't know. I think it'll... I, I'm hoping it'll just make it, but... I'm not optimistic. So is that a yes you think it's going to make it, or you don't think it will? I'll take a yes on it. Okay, well, we'll, I should mention, I've got it just sneaking in too. I've got that a tick on my little list here. Jared, Poland. Yeah, I think uh, the singer looks completely bored in this song. (laughs) The beat is much more interesting than the actual vocals. Um, But I do think it is going to make through just because Poland has such a large kind of Polish community living outside of Poland. I think kind of always bolsters their chances of of doing well. So, yeah, I think it's going to make the final. Make it through. I should mention, uh, so on Eurovision World, they are sitting in uh, 34th place ahead of Georgia, 35th. I did mention that in our last entry. Um, Poland last year were 22nd. They've never won at the polls. Uh, their best finish was second in their very first year they entered back in 1994 uh, with the song Tunaya with an exclamation mark there by Edita Gorniak. We all remember that song. It was a great song. Um, so we're all saying it's going to make it through but I don't think we uh, have hopes that it will do better than that. Let's go to Malta, Taboo, by Krista Bell. Um, very pop-friendly. It's very radio-y. It um, starts off kind of crap, but then it kind of builds up to me. I like it. It's, it's yeah, it's interesting. I think it will make it. It's, it's enough to make it through. I mean, Malta, you know, we like Malta, don't we? I've got some Maltese friends, so I'm sure they'll vote for it. <laughs> Jared? I'm sure our, our predictions are based purely on the fact where Ben's friends are from. Exactly. Um, yeah, this I thought this was a catchy song. This was a bit of a uh, boggy moment, given <laughs> that in the video clip she didn't start singing till a minute in, but I assume the video clip went for like five minutes, so I assume that's kind of too long anyway. So on stage, I'm sure she'll start sooner than that. Uh, but yeah, I think that it should go through the final. Alex? Um. I wasn't excited by this one. I just didn't think it was as good as some of the others. Um, not a lot to it for me. I, I think it misses. Oh, poor Malta. Um, well, you've got the Eurovision odds on your side, though, Alex. Uh, 39th um, on this list. So that's what the uh, fifth worst song, according to EurovisionWorld.com. Uh, last year, they didn't make the final. 
Uh, they made the final last in 2016 um, and sort of hit and miss every year or so of the Maltese. Uh, have finished second on two occasions back in 2002 and 2005. Never won it, Malta. So we'll see if this year um, it's a not a taboo year for them. No, tried something there, didn't work. Uh, all right, you mentioned Boggy. Let's go to the land of Boggy. Um, to me, the other real standout song this year when it comes to uh, the Netherlands, this is one that you won't forget. This is the, they've gone the Finland route here, Hungary. They've gone the heavy metal. It sounds like it's sort of a dragon force if you're familiar with Guitar Hero and Through the Fire and the Flames. Uh, I really like this song. Um, <laughs> I hope that um, they can bring up the uh, live performance of this one. I don't know if they wear sort of monster masks like uh, Lordy did all the way back in 2006, but... Um, yeah, I'm a fan. The song, I should say, is called Viziat Nya by AWS. Um, this is a direct reaction to all the um, the negativity from Boggy a few years ago, I'm going to say right now. Uh, Alex, hungry. Do they have the enough to get through? Uh, I love this song. I think it's great. I, I so want this in the final, and I so want it near the top. I, I think it's fantastic. It's just so different but it's not quite as like crazy as the finished one from a few years ago. It's just somewhere in between, but yeah, I, I really like it. If you actually look at a photo of AWS, in no way can you tell they're a heavy metal band. They look like a boy band. So um, I don't think they're going to be wearing masks. Jared, are, are they going through, Alex? I, I think you said they were. I, I said they're going through. Um, Jared, what's your take on Hungry here? Yeah, I think it's going to stand out. I think that it is definitely something different that's going to wake people up. <laughs> um, they have a good track record of making the finals, and I think that that will continue. I think it's going to go through. Well, 24th they are listed here on Eurovision World, which, again, like the Netherlands, I thought should be higher than that. Um, they do have a very good track record with the Hungarians. It's been uh, a long stretch. 2009 is the last time you have to go back to the year they didn't make it. 2010, they didn't participate. I mean, we know even Boggy made the final. So if Boggy can make the final, surely this is going to make the final. They were eighth last year, uh, and Hungary have never won it. They finished fourth uh, back in 1994 which is the best that Hungary have ever finished. And I really, really sincerely hope that they can do a lot better this year with this one. Uh, we've only got uh, five more to go. Latvia, Funny Girl, Laura Rizzotio. It sounds like a, something I had for dinner the other night. Um, eh, it's okay. It's a bit jazzy. It's a bit catchy, but eh, it doesn't do it for me. I've got this missing out. I don't really have a whole lot to say about Latvia. Um, Jared, Latvia. Yeah, I agree. I feel like it had potential, but it didn't go anywhere at all. Uh, so I think it's going to miss out. Uh, Alex? Yeah, I think this was my least favorite one out of out of all of Eurovision. So wow. I will not expect... Yeah, sorry, Latvia. I loved Cake to Bake a few years ago, but this is no Cake to Bake. Uh, I mean, Alex, did you listen to what the United Kingdom put out this year? I mean... <laughs> yes, I did. Um <laughs> Still put it above Latvia, so that probably just says what I think about Latvia. Yeah, well, I mean, again, it is no cake to bake. We all know that. Um, funny Girl, yes. Uh, line last year by Trana Park did not make the finals. Uh, they made it the finals in 2015 and 2016, and then a long period in between. And they did win it, of course, Latvia, back in 2002. Um, but really since then, their best was six back in uh, 2015 with Love Injected. Uh, currently, the odds for Latvia right now... Uh, not looking fantastic. Uh, 29th 
they're currently sitting in right now on the odds. Uh, wow, we went through Latvia very quickly. Let's go from Latvia to one of the greatest countries of all time when it comes to Eurovision, and I think they've got another solid entry this year, Sweden. The song is Dance You Off by Benjamin Ingrosso, a great Swedish name there. I'm a big fan of uh, Axel and Ingrosso, a great Swedish dance act, but I believe they're no relation. I think I looked it up. Um, this is a very, like, you hear this on the radio song. This has kind of got a bit of a chain smokers vibe to it. I really do like this song. Uh, Sweden just never failed to produce a good song and uh, currently they are right up in the top 10. They're eighth at the moment. I think there's a good chance of, of winning it. Um, they'll definitely make it through to the final. There's no question in my mind. And another great song, Alex, Sweden. Yes. Um, first of all, according to Wikipedia, Benjamin Ingrosso is his cousin oh. with um, the Swedish House Mafia. So I don't know whether, you know, someone else wrote that into Wikipedia. Could have been me 10 minutes ago. Maybe not. <laughs> don't know. Um, but no, um, but no, I, I do like the song. I, I don't know if it can win, but I do think it is a really, really good song that will um, we'll put Sweden comfortably into the final and probably into the top 10. Jared. Yeah, I think this will do really well. Um, I think that for Sweden, I mean, if they don't finish top five, they probably are disappointed given how good they are at Eurovision and they just get it. Um, and I think that this is not going to disappoint them because I think this is definitely through to the final. And I think it's going to do really well there. Six-time winners, Sweden. I always argue every year I think they should be in that big six that they have, uh, make it a big seven. I just I just baffled why Sweden don't get in uh, based on their track record. I mean, you've got to go back to 2010, the last time they didn't make the final, uh, and that is the only time in the history of Eurovision Sweden have not made the final. Uh, and since that year, they went on to go third, first, 14th, it was a bad year, third, first, fifth, and fifth. So uh, the last four years alone, they've finished top five. Uh, even in their year that they hosted it, when generally they send a shit a song, they still finish top five. So Sweden always, always bring it, and there's always a chance that they can win it. So, uh, yeah, keep an eye out for this one. And as I said, they are eighth at the moment on the overall odds there. And uh, I like this song. I, I do like it. It's catchy. I'm singing it in my head right now but um, I won't do that for our listeners. All right, Montenegro, the song is Inje, or Inje, Inje how do I say that word? Uh, the artist is Vanya Radonovic, um, and yeah, it's boring, it's slow, I don't like it, it's not making the final. Jared? Um, yeah, I thought this was one of the better ballads, um, but that is not saying much. I think that it's going to miss out, and I miss uh, our friend from last year with uh, the song Space, because I think Slavko from last year with his whipping uh, braid should have gone yes. through. Yeah, he was robbed last year, wasn't he? I remember that song now that you bring it up. Um, Alex? Um, yeah, I, I don't think this goes through. I just found it boring. To be honest, I just didn't think it was much different to any of the others. Poor old Montenegro. Uh, they've only ever made it through to the final twice in 2014 and 2015, and they were 19th and 13th, so there you go. Uh, according to our list here, they're currently the fourth worst song, 40th. Uh, so not a real good chance here for Montenegro. Uh, speaking of not good chances, uh, Slovenia. Mavalia uh, <laughs> Ney, is that what it's called? Leah Sirk. Uh, this song is shithouse. Uh, it's like Slovenian rap mixed with dubstep. Um, I don't even know what to say about this song. Like, 
this is shit. You think Latvia is the worst song of Eurovision, Alex? Did you listen to this? Uh, <laughs> this is just no, no. This is not making it through, and I never want to hear it again. Alex, try and defend this song. Oh, I thought it was a bit of fun. Oh. Isn't that what some of these Eurovision ones are about? I remembered it, which I can uh, <laughs> give more credit to than a lot of the others. So I, I think it was a bit of fun. It stands out. Um, yeah, no, I didn't hate it, which is which is kind of amusing. <laughs> is it going through, though? Oh, God, no. But, um, <laughs> I really want it to. Like, don't get me wrong. I've put it going through because I really, really want it to. But no, it, absolutely not. I'll take the loss on the point for it. <laughs> oh, Jared. Yeah, all I wrote for this is um, I don't get it. And then epileptics beware. <laughs> Epileptic what? Beware? Epileptics beware. There's just it was all flashing oh, lights and stuff in like the music video, which kind of looked like their stage performance. So yeah, if you have epilepsy, turn off during this song. All right, okay, so Alex, it's to clarify, not go- it's not going through. Not going through. So Alex, but to clarify, are you saying this will go through just to be a dick, or are you saying it's not going through? Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm being defiant and putting it through. It's oh, okay, go through. right, okay. Absolutely. I just needed to make sure I'm ticking the right boxes here. Wow. Um. Well, Slovenia hasn't made it since 2015. Uh, their highest ever finish was seventh, which they've achieved twice. And Eurovision World says this is the second worst song, only ahead of San Marino. Um, so anyway, uh, all right, let's wrap it up with uh, well, at least with the semi-finals. We've still got our six uh, major countries to go through, but we won't talk about them for long. Um, Ukraine under the ladder by Melovin. Um, eh, it's it's average. It's another one of these ones. It's slow. It picks up. It's it's in the middle ground. Ukraine always have a way of sneaking through, don't they, when generally they have not the best. I mean, I'm always going to bring up Wild Dances by Ruslana as one of my favourite all-time Eurovision songs, but when they won it two years ago, they shouldn't have won it. That was crap. I can't even remember what that song is still to this day. But uh, I think this will make it through, um, but I don't think it will do much damage in the final. Alex? Um, yeah, I think I had it just getting through. I check. Yep. Um, just getting through. I found it catchy, but not as good as some of the others. I think we will see it in the final, though. Jared. Yeah, Ukraine famous for robbing Australia uh, two years ago when they changed the point system to uh, separate televote and jury vote, not combining them together, which under the old system we would have won. Uh, it's not bitter at all about that happening. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, I thought this was okay. I think it's going to be an energetic performance. I don't know if you've seen the video clip of this, but the guy wears, like, one contact lens. He looks like a vampire. (laughs) There's, like, all fire and pyrotechnics happening. There's rumours of, like, a stage coffin, something to do with the piano. So um, I'm intrigued, and I think that uh, based on the antics of what's happening on stage, I think it's going to go through. Well, based on all of that, I want to see it now. Uh, but yeah, won it twice, Ukraine, uh, robbed us once, as you just said, and then a great song back in 2004, but generally they do pretty well, the Ukrainians, uh, I mean, they, they finished second twice, third as well, so, you know, they do all right, the Ukrainians, when they're, uh, they're in the finals, so just keep an eye out for it, I want to see this vampire coffin thing going on, that sounds very interesting to me, all right, so before we get to our top six, uh, just quickly going through who we said will and won't make it. I'll just go through this easy. So Australia, we've all said we'll make it through to the final. Denmark, uh, Alex and myself said it won't. Jared, you say they will. Georgia, we all say we'll miss out. Hungary, we all say we'll go through. Latvia, we all say we'll miss out. Malta, it was two yeses. 
from myself and Jared and a no from Alex Moldova the same way there yes from myself and Jared no from Alex Montenegro we all say no Netherlands we all say yes Norway we all say yes Poland we all say yes Romania we all say no Russia myself and Alex say yes Jared says no San Marino sadly we all say no Serbia myself and Alex say no Jared you're on a yes Slovenia uh, myself and Jared are smart we say yes uh, no sorry and Alex says yes God what am I doing Sweden it's all yes from us Switzerland it's a no and a no from myself and Alex and a yes from Jared and the Ukraine it's a all three yes let's get into our big six it's actually a big five plus the hosts um, Portugal we'll start off with the hosts the reigning champions Ojard in by Claudio Pascal um, as always you can always tell when a country doesn't want to win it again once is enough Portugal aren't even trying this song is shit uh, that's all I need to say about it, Jared. Yeah, I think this is uh, snoozeville, uh, to just use a single word. They're not going to go back-to-back. The singer, she needs to pick a key and stick to it. Um, yeah, I just, it's, it's terrible. Yeah, this is, this, this is rubbish. Alex? Yes, I agree. There is, there is not much redeeming quality in this one. Somehow Eurovision World have this higher than the Netherlands. Uh, I don't know what's wrong with them. Uh, <laughs> but I don't really want to... I'm not even going through the history. They won it last year. That's the only time they've won it. That's Portugal. Uh, now, there's always one of the big sort of five or the six, if you include the host nation in it, that they often rank highly as a chance. Italy, generally, in the last few years, have always been the ones that they reckon will have a good chance of winning it. We know Germany obviously won it, what, in 2010. But this year, of all the countries that they reckon they say are going to win it... It's France. Um, Mercy by Madame Monsieur. Uh, and this song's actually not bad for a French song. Can I just point that out? Um, it's catchy. I understand some of the lyrics because it's the most basic French they can use. It's no moustache by Twin Twin, but it's still okay. Um, Alex, the French, the uh, maybe the best chance of our, uh, our six automatic finalists to win it this year. Yeah, I guess I'm not as excited about it as some of the others. As you said, it's no twin-twin, um, and that's clearly the standout uh, benchmark. So if, if I think it's not better than twin-twin, then it shouldn't be uh, doing anything in the final. But um, it, it's okay. I, I actually probably prefer one or two, one of the other finalists. But, um, but yeah, I don't think any of them are particularly uh, exciting. Still hurts my feelings that Twin Twin finished dead last in 2014. That's just bullshit. Um, Jared, uh, does France have a chance to, to win it? The first time since 1977 it would be if France were to win Eurovision. I don't think so. I don't get the hype on this one. I think it is kind of catchy, but I don't really think it's top 10 worthy at all. I don't think it's the best of, of the big five either. Well, it's fourth right now on the favourite list, so uh, that's the highest one out of these ones, according to this. Now, we mentioned them just a few seconds ago. The Germans, they were the last of the big uh, five to win. Um, and this year, You Let Me Walk Alone, Mikhail, Michael, Mikhail, Schult, Schult. Um, I actually don't mind this song. It, it starts off crappy, but I think it kind of picks up. It's got some really nice lyrics to it. If you actually listen to what they're singing about, it's quite nice. Um... I don't know how it will go, though. Uh, Germany's always just very... They're either good or they're bad. Um, and generally, recently, they've been pretty bad. So, yeah, I, I don't mind it. But, again, when do my opinions count for anything? Jared, Germany. Yeah, I think it's decent. I think this is one of the songs that's really going to depend on its draw order as to how it goes. I think if it's 
kind of in the middle, it could easily get forgotten. So I think given a good draw, it could do well. Alex? Um, yeah, like, I, I think it's okay. Um, I think the start sounds really messy. I don't really like that as much. I did note that I think it's a song Channel 7 would use to promote Home and Away at some point. <laughs> um, that, was, that was what I thought when I listened to it. So I will, I, see um, it. I will stick by that. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! They're listening to this now, Jared. Uh, Alex, sorry. Sixteenth uh, uh, is it on the list right now? So it's it's fairly high. Um, won it in twenty ten, but the last few years for the Germans, um, last last and uh, second last last year. So um, poor old Germany. But uh, at least they can say they've won it in the last ten years. Um, all right, let's move on to the perennial. Hey, they're going to do really well, but they never actually do that well. Country Italy. Uh, the song is Non Mi Avate Fatto Niente. Hello to all our Italians. I hope I butchered your language there. By Ermel Meta and Fabrizio Moro. Is that the most Italian name you can come up with? This is like, I'm guessing this is meant to be a real politically charged song. Because I actually did see the film clip to this. And there's all like images of like 9-11 and Paris after it got bombed and stuff. So, um yeah, it, it, it's catchy. It's kind of like Italian-y rap sort of stuff. It's not the best one. Hashtag bring back the gorilla. Um, yeah, I don't know what else to say. Jared, Italy. Yeah, points for uh, being a duet, but uh, no no more points than that. I think that um, it is one of their worst entries since they returned in 2011. Um, and I don't think it's going to do well. Like, I mean, it could do well just because it is has that political side to it, but um, I don't think music-wise it's a great entry. Alex? Um, yeah, I was very confused listening to it. I guess I haven't seen the video clip or anything, but I certainly was going along going, I, I don't, I really wasn't sure how to feel about it. I wasn't sure whether to like it or not. It just, it, it's not classic Italy from the last few years, that's for sure. No. Um, it's ranking at ninth right now. Um, on the odds. And Italy, I think, are the most consistent of our big five in terms of they don't generally do bad. Uh, robbed last year, six of for Occidentality's Karma. Um, and, of course, he'll Volvo from a few years ago third. But, um, yeah, we'll see how we go. Um, Spain. Now, bloody Britain get a lot of shit, and rightfully so. We'll get to them in a minute. But can we just point out that Spain generally sends some rubbish? And I thought that given that they're kind of the neighbours here for, for Portugal, they'd send something better. But to me, this just is an exact rip-off of last year's winner. This song is like nothing more to it than just trying to be a complete clone of Portugal's song from last year. The song is called Tu Cantion by Amala and Alfred. Very Spanish names there. Um, I don't like this song. This song's crap. I think last year I said Spain had the worst song, and this to me is in the bottom five. So, yeah, not not a fan of Spain this year, even though apparently, according to Eurovision World, it's 11th. I don't know what drugs they're on, but uh, Alex, Spain. I don't hate this one. Um, I think it it's all right. I, I think the vocals on it are quite interesting. I... I, I don't mind it. I don't think it's, you know, the best, but I, I certainly don't think it's as bad as um, a few of the other entries. Uh, Jared? I think that it is good. I think it's oh. the best duet of the competition. I think that it's the best of the big five. Wow. I think it will do well with the juries, but audiences typically hate Spain and they get zero, like, televotes. So um, 
that trend will probably continue. And, and um, yeah, I just think that jury-wise it's going to do well and then the audience are going to slam it. Wow. Gee, I wasn't expecting that. Um, yeah, they were rightfully last last year with Do It For Your Love. What a shit song that was. Can we just take note yeah. of how bad that was? Uh, speaking of shit songs, uh, let's close it out with the United Kingdom. Uh, <laughs> Suri with Storm. Now, I say this every year, but when will Britain learn to actually sit? Like, I swear they, like, think to themselves, like, hey, we've got a good song. It's shit. Like, Britain just cannot send a good song. This is currently sitting at 25th on Eurovision World. That's This is maybe, this and Ireland, to me, are the worst songs this year. Um, and I noticed that this won the televotes, and Britain do do a televote thing. Um, and I mean, holy crap, this is rubbish. Again, send One Direction, send Ed Sheeran, send frickin' Robbie Williams. Like, why do they... Who, who is Suri? I don't know who that is. Um, yeah, rubbish. Terrible, terrible, terrible song. Uh, Alex. Yeah, it's not the best. I don't think it's the worst. For some reason, because it starts with the Hey Brother, Hey Sister, I feel like I was like, oh, it's a little bit of Vici like and then no, it got nothing after that. But But that's all I had on it. Yeah, um, Jared. Yeah, the UK sending Suri, Surang's cousin, um, <laughs> to Eurovision. One questions how this, like, I can understand, like, an internal selection just being bad and, like, it just being an internally selected song by, I don't know, just, like, a panel. But the fact that this one kind of, like, a competition of acts to get through, like, the other performances must have been like the other songs have to be so bad for this to be the actual selected entry. It's super repetitive. I think the only positive to it is that the crowd will be able to get involved in sing-alongs. It has like three lyrics in it. Um, yeah. Well, another bottom half finish for the UK. Uh, yeah, potentially even last in the final. Well, just looking here, she's got previous experience. She was a backing vocalist and dancer for Luc Notet, who represented Belgium in Eurovision in 2015, and she was a musical director for Blanche's City Lights last year. So, um, hmm. And can I be really mean and say that this woman's 29, she looks like she's about 48. So, um, sorry, Suri, if you're listening to this, but yeah. Uh, but there's our predictions in and our talks on, on these songs, and obviously... We are going to come back after the semi-finals and just do a bit of a recap and then bring our predictions, and then uh, we will have our finals. Any any last-minute things we want to add here before we uh, wrap things up and close it out? Alex, uh, have any of our discussions or our thought processes changed your mind or made you look forward to this a little bit more as we head into Eurovision 2018? Uh, I am super intrigued because, to be honest, I don't think I have a – like a standout one I'm confident will say will win. There's ones that I want to win, but I don't think I'm confident enough in anything to say it's going to win. So I, I'm very intrigued to see how the semifinals will play out. Jared, how about you, Mr. Eurovision yourself? Yeah, I agree. I think uh, this year it's a little bit more kind of up in the air. I think that I could potentially be wrong on lots of stuff. I think the semifinals are far from kind of, uh, decided and direct, and I think that we could see kind of a change in the favourites uh, throughout the competition just based on on their stage performance and, and their presence there. Well, it's going to be another great year, no doubt, in terms of uh, talking about it and discussing, and as always, live performances can change our opinion, so we'll get to see all those during the week. Remember to like us on uh, Facebook. We're on Twitter, which we never really use it, so just use hashtag EurozVision to discuss it with us <laughs> along the way as uh, we look forward to 
bringing it all home for you for another year. Uh, Alex, great to have you back and have our uh, one of three conversations we have every year. So thank you for being back here on the show. <laughs> My pleasure. And Jared, to you as always, thank you very much. We appreciate your time on the show today as well. Not a problem. It's been fun. And we will see how we go in the next week or so when it comes to it. We're going to close out today, I feel, just because we mentioned it and should have gotten more points than did because it was robbed. Here's uh, Moustache by Twin Twin, the greatest thing to come from France since the croissant. Uh, this has been Euros Vision, and we'll speak to you next time wherever you're listening to my voice. Good night. Je veux vie, je veux ça, y en a